Hey everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wild, entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely going to be some laughing, and hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthiest hot life. Another week, another episode of the podcast. Hope everyone had an amazing weekend. Um, it was hot this weekend, but oh, totally enjoyed it. Okay, focusing on the podcast. So I almost made this girl miss her radio show because our conversation was so engrossed that I fully lost track of time. So thankfully, thankfully, I realized the time and she had eight minutes to get to another building to host a radio show and she made it happen. So before we even get into it, I just want to say a huge thank you to our guest this week, Meredith Shaw, for not being upset with me for losing track of time and for hustling so hard to make it happen in her very busy schedule. And her schedule is very busy. She is a plus model, the most beautiful person in Inside and Out that I have ever met. She's on the Marilyn Dennis show, Your Morning, The Social. She hosts a daily radio show. Um, she's a speaker. She's a body positive activist. She's just an all around gemstone of a person. Like she's a true unicorn. And I absolutely loved having this conversation with her. And I have no doubt that you guys are going to enjoy it too. So please enjoy this week's episode of the Healthiest Hot Podcast with the one and only Meredith Shaw. <laughs> Today we have a very awkward episode. <laughs> Soup's awkward. <laughs> no, this is amazing. It's. I was thinking back to like the first time that we met. I remember. I wonder if the story is going to be the same. I feel like I remember. It was Monday Girl. Girl Talk. Girl Talk. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm getting early amnesia. Girl talk. Girl talk. Monday girl. I don't know. That too. Girl talk. Good thing. Yeah, girl talk. We were sharing a green room. Yes. I knew who you were, but we'd never actually met. We'd never actually met. And then we took, um, I don't know, like 12 (laughs) boomerangs, and none of them worked. I don't think we posted any of them. Were we just having an off day? I think so. Was the lighting bad? I'm going to blame the lighting. Nothing to do with me. I mean, I. I remember having a great time. I do too. With the boomerangs and then being yeah. slightly sad. Right. I realized that none of them were nice enough to be shared. I know. So we'll have to do a good one at some point soon because like the, <laughs> the internet needs to know we're friends. I swear. <laughs> I swear. It's where we are. We've, we, it's where. I mean, it started off in a super positive environment. Yeah. Girl talk where we shared the stage. It was um, fun. You, like, you gave a, an amazing, amazing talk. Thank you. But I, I'll never forget your pineapple analogy. Yes. Meredith, one of my favorite that things. pineapple analogy is incredible. Yeah. Stand tall, wear a crown, be sweet on the inside. That's it. That's like all I need to do to remind myself in life. It's just, it's such a great analogy because I mean, I'm a tall girl. I've always been a tall girl. And um, I don't know. Sometimes you feel like you shouldn't be or something. I mean, it's nice nowadays that you kind of don't. And there's so many examples. But I remember being super tall when I was a kid and being like, oh, huh. you sprouted early. I sprouted all over. (laughs) (laughs) 
you you had your yeah. womanly yes, physique. Yes, true. Like how young are we talking here? Um, I don't know. I mean, because I, I, I had like I had the the shape of a cucumber. There was <laughs> it lit. I looked like an adolescent boy until I was about twenty two years old. Oh, and then all of a sudden, up. I was Earlier. like, oh shoot. Yeah. And now at thirty, I'm like. I love my butt. Yes. I love my boobs. Totally. I love my thighs, you know? Yeah, it was a journey for me, for sure. I mean, I feel like I'm still on it, right? I mean, I speak a lot about body image and body positivity in terms of what I do. and But I think, you know, I think we got good days and bad days. Like, I, I, I follow you and, and hear you speaking about, you know, anxiety. And it's a similar kind of thing. Like, it's it's a... It's, it's a, what is it? It's, it just sort of sits on your shoulder mm-hmm. a little bit and you just have to know how to deal with it and know who you are without it and without having to constantly be bossed around by something, you know, like oh, you yeah. have to be the boss. I mean, I've got a super bossy negative voice oh, yeah. inside my head right. that I feel like I've put in its place. I, it now has a safe space in my brain. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, that negative voice was the commander of all things and it's interesting that you say like this journey will probably always be on because a hundred percent I agree with that especially when it comes to self-love self-acceptance like owning who you are not letting imposter syndrome you know take a stand all of that I think will be things that will probably be dealt with forever and I think that's okay yeah and that was a big moment for me in my journey with it is like not getting mad at myself for still having the issue you know what I'm saying like I like I said, I'm a, you know, I'm a curved model and I, I speak on it all the time, but I still have days where that negative voice bosses me around. And then I have to think, no, 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 hang on. But I think that's, that's just it. And I think being able to continually be stronger than it, it's like a muscle, right? You work it out. On it, days where that voice yeah. is a little louder than it should be. And let's say you do have to go give a talk or maybe you've mm-hmm. got a TV appearance. Mm-hmm. Like how do you go through your day? Like do you have tools in your toolbox that you use so that you can get out the door and be the sassy personality, <laughs> energetic, positive Meredith that, you know, we all love and adore, but still you are human. You have days for where sure. that voice is loud. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And um, I mean, I was just shooting today, for example. I was just shooting this morning and I had to shoot in a bra and I thought, ooh. I just had a whole bunch of rosé this weekend. Like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay. But here's the thing. It's always worse in your head. Always. And I've seen that empirically now. Like, I'm a bit mm. of a nerd that way. Like, I look at photos or I, I see myself, you know, on an episode or something. And I thought, I was not feeling good that day. I look good. <laughs> and so the fact that I know it's not true. Yeah. I just um, am able to... I don't know, lean into that muscle more and just just own the fact that I've done it before and gosh darn it, I'm going to do it again, you know? And and I think of a lot of the people that I speak to over Instagram and just in my life and I think, you know, I, they've shared stories with me and I've kind of come back with some advice. Like, take your own advice, Yeah, you know? Uh, it's I know so much easier to dole out isn't advice it? than to oh, take it yourself. Yeah, but I think that's why... Uh, and I'll say you so I don't sound like I'm um, bragging, but I think that's why people like you and, and come to you for advice is because you're in it, right? So you can give it in a way that people can hear it. Yeah. Because it's not like, oh, this is all perfect and we're good and done <laughs> and uh, you need help and here's what I've learned. It's like I'm I'm in the thick of it too sometimes yeah. and I know from where you speak and I think that's um, one of the beautiful things about 
creating or finding a community is that you are constantly surrounded by people who are maybe not on the bad day. Maybe they're on the good day. Maybe they're there right? helping you out. And that they're day. the help that day and then vice versa. And I think that's really beautiful. Are you, when you look at the community you've built over the years, A, did you ever imagine that you would build a community like no. this? No. And when you look <laughs> at it and you realize all these lives that you touch and these people that come forward with their stories, like how does that make you feel? Oh, I mean, so humbled and super grateful. I, very happy too, you know. Um, I, yeah, this was not, it was not the path. I mean, I thought I thought I was going to be Adele. I thought I was going to be a singer, Chloe. I thought I was going to be a singer-songwriter. That's what I started out doing. That's that's how I moved through the world. I love music. I love songs. I love the magic of songs. Um, and that's what I thought I would do with my life. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it was a photo shoot for an album where the makeup artist said to me, have you ever plus modeled? And honestly, my first reaction was, fuck you. <laughs> I was like, can I swear on this podcast? Yes, because, you can. Oh, I swear. Oh, okay. In the intro, I believe. Okay. 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 Great. Yeah. Um, because I was still in a mode of not loving my body because I'd grown up in an industry that did not like my body. I grew up in a music industry that thought cute face, yeah. great voice, love the songs. Mm, mm, did you people know? tell you that or was yes. that something you thought? Both. People- all of the above. Boardrooms. Like, yes. Off the record after, I need to know these <laughs> names and you're going to get a nasty fucking letter. Yeah. That is not okay. What no. year? Like, what year is this? I mean, this is a, this is a while ago. This is a while ago. I mean, yeah. I, I've been doing yeah. music since about, I was about 14, okay. 14, 15. So, you know, that's the like Britney, Christina. Like, yeah. this wasn't the era of um, that we're living in now. And so I think I, I really have had the perspective of both and it's so much nicer to be on this side. And, and so if I can help and, you know, kind of avoid some women of going through that, or maybe they already have been in like me and sort of need a way out. But yeah, it was very challenging. It was challenging. I mean, it was full of lots of good times Mm -hmm. and I loved it and I was feeling very creative, but I was feeling very confused and I was feeling very um, negative about my own uh, body and the space I was taking up in the world. And it felt like I couldn't do what I wanted to do because of my shape and my size, which is why now it blows my mind that I'm speaking on that subject matter and my career is being created almost because of my ability to be comfortable with who I am. So that's been a real, that's been a real Oprah full circle journey Ooh, moment. I mean, you're giving me yeah. goosebumps. Yeah. Life is funny. It, it is. Works Chloe so Wilde. Funny. It's so funny. And I, I, Yeah. I mean, thank goodness for that makeup artist. Like honestly, and she stayed with me because I was not sure that that was something I wanted to do. I mean, take me back to that time. Like you, she tells you this, you're shocked. I'm shocked. Maybe you feel a little bit interested, maybe a little bit unsure. No, totally not wanting to. I felt I was super skinny. Like I was like, that was my thing because I was was having a photo shoot. And so I, you know, I'd been in the music industry and I'd been told, okay, you're gearing up for your photo shoot. And then she says the word plus. And I mean, my whole heart sunk. Like I just thought, what? Like I'm, I'm. I could faint right now. You know what I mean? Like I'm starving. Like I'm starving. Uh, and, and so, I mean, I look back on that girl. I just want to hug her. And yeah. if you're listening right now and, and in that racket, that's yeah. what I call it. If you're in that racket, just, I heard a quote from Oprah that Oprah that changed my life. I know everyone thinks Oprah changes their lives, but she changed mine. Okay. Um, she said, they were asking her if she had any regrets. Uh, 
And she, of course, said, no, I don't have regrets. She doesn't have regrets. She doesn't believe in luck, you know, all those Oprah things. And then she said, no, no, actually, I do. I have uh, one regret, and that's how much time I spent and wasted in my 20s, 30s, and 40s thinking about my body and worrying about my body. And then she said the sentence that changed my life. She said, imagine what I could have done with that time. It's Oprah. She's done everything. But in that moment, I said, I've got so much more to do than worrying about this cycle of losing weight and gaining weight and being bigger, being smaller. I'm like, I, you know what? I don't care anymore. I don't care what that size is. I'm just going to live my life and eat some stuff and move around. And where my body lands is where my body should be. And that was it. And that's all I've done since. I've challenged myself yeah. a few times. Like I've run a marathon. That was something I wanted to do. I did it. But so I've done some physical challenges. But other than that, I've been pretty even and just mindful of my body and my spirit. And it has worked out. Yeah. That's all I can say about that is it, it it's worked. Thank you, Oprah. Yeah. For all that you've done. Yeah. For changing lives. Yeah. For being, I mean, look. For Oprah to be that honest, yes. and Oprah's always honest, but that, even if you're Oprah, that's a scary thing to say out loud. Totally. Right? To acknowledge and accept that there is a lot of time spent worrying about what you look like in the mirror, how you fit in your clothes, what other people said about you, and to realize that time. Yeah, all that time. And I just thought, I got a lot to catch up on in the Oprah world. So I got to, I, I can't, I can't afford to waste any time. <laughs> I got to get a move on, you know, and I'm not going to worry about what size of jeans I need to buy. If I need the bigger one, I'm just going to get them. Like who cares? Cut the tag out, move on. You know? Oh that, yeah. Yeah. The pair of jeans that we all hold on to. Oh, they're gone. I no longer hold on to those. Neither do I. If, if something is in my closet, it's because it brings me joy. That's the only it's reason why something they're there. that like, is this long lost memory no. or like, is this thing that I put up on a pedestal? Forget about it. Clothes is supposed to make you feel good. It's supposed to bring out what's already there. A hundred percent. I actually feel like fashion for me and style for me, because that's now very much, mm -hmm. you know, how I move in a lot of my career. Um, I, I feel like style is self-care. I feel like fashion is self-care. I, I see it that way. I don't see it as superficial. I see it as a way into who you are or who you could be, 100%. And so the prices of things and, you know, having the designer stuff, I mean, I'm into it from a fan perspective. Like, I love red carpets and I, I love it and I honor it for the art form that it is in terms of, you know, those beautiful Paris runway shows. And But in terms of clothing and style in a day-to-day -day. I mean I know we see lots of stuff on on Instagram that maybe seems unattainable but I, I really feel like the simplicity of just getting dressed and stuff that fits you and that you feel good in is something that a lot of us don't give ourselves credit that we can do I think this whole industry overcomplicates it in terms of, oh, it's fashion and how do I do it? And what do I do? I get so many messages. I'm like, you know how to get dressed. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's not, you know, we've overcomplicated to make people feel excluded. Yeah. And I really feel like the style I like to practice and do and is that you kind of, you know, you've already got it. You just go with what feels right. But if I see you wearing something busted, I will tell you. But, but, but go with what feels right because that's what 
clothing and style and fashion, I feel like, really is at the end of the day. I mean, it's very easy to hide behind clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I know if I, if I have a gloomy day, look, if you see me wearing a sweatsuit, it could be that I'm just comfy and that's what I would want to wear. But I'll be honest, there are days where I hide behind oversized hoodies and tracksuits because I'm not feeling so great. I'm not feeling great internally. I don't really want to wear clothes that make me happy. But then come to work, I'm kind of forced to put on these beautiful clothes and it does affect my mood. It does something like it's really powerful. It's so much more than this, this vain choice that we make day to day. If we're going to choose to get dressed every day, then why not choose something that makes us feel empowered, makes us feel confident, makes us leave the house feeling like, fuck yeah, I got this. This day is mine and I'm going to go out there and get it. And if I look cute doing it, like that's amazing. Amazing. And it's different for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that thing that does that is different. And I but so many people I think open their closet in the morning and the first thing they feel is shame. The first thing they feel is disappointment because they've got stuff hanging in their closet that doesn't fit them. And just free yourself from that. Just do it. Do it 20 minutes after you listen to this podcast. Just do it. Just get rid of the stuff. Find a friend or don't if that's too complicated you know, donate it. It's just, it's doing nothing for you. At no point, if you get rid of jeans, are you going to just continually get bigger and bigger jeans? Like, it's not like you're just going to throw off the deep end. (laughs) Like, you're fine. You don't need that reminder in your closet. And, and I just think like, if you wake up and you open the thing and you're depressed or you're sad or, or any of those really heavy feelings, you're not going to, go on that date and meet the love of your life. You're not going to go for the job interview that's going to change your whole trajectory. Like you're literally opting out of your life and it starts with the clothes hanging in your closet. So, I mean, this stuff means a lot to me because it's just, it's so much deeper than what you see. It's just, it's a way into your life, like your whole life. Um, and so I get very passionate, yeah. clearly. Oh, I love it. And very excited about it because I just think it's such a, it's a tool we all have access to. And it's never, it doesn't matter what age you are, mm-hmm. where you're at oh, in yeah. life, it's, it's never too late to, to really look in your closet and think, I deserve things that make me feel great. Yes. You know? And yes. I feel like we, we get to see that in some of your makeovers where you see yeah, women mm-hmm. in the before and you see women in the after. And it's so much more than just the clothes in their body. It's their body language. It's yeah. their posture. It's the, the twinkle in their eyes. Like, it's amazing what these images capture. And that's the before and after. For you, what is it like actually being there with these women, you know, talking to them, figuring out where they're at and helping them get to where you know and they probably know somewhere inherently that they can also be? Yeah, it's really powerful. Um, they have such hang-ups as we all do, and I see it over and over again, um, about their body and about what they think they can and can't wear or what someone once 20 years ago told them didn't look good on them or an ex-boyfriend or, an ex- you know, we, we hang on to all this stuff. It's such emotional energy that we carry around with us. So at first, it's a bit of a assessment of where they're at. Um, whether they're willing to get rid of some of that stuff, that emotional energy, whether they're willing to take on what I might think or whether, you know, they're holding tight in their opinions. They're also going to go on national television. So that puts (laughs) on a bit of another thing too. Some nerves come up for them. But I think once they, once they see that I'm really in it with them, um, I mean, some emotions come out, you know, I hear, I hear some, some stories for sure. And then we just kind of break that down and we put them into something that not only makes them feel good, but they can break down and wear in different ways. And all of a sudden they start seeing 
the possibility. And that's my favorite moment when all of a sudden their eyes light up and they're like, oh, I'm awesome right now. Like, I don't need to lose 10 pounds. I don't need to like this can happen today. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, and, and, and I introduce them to shapewear and I show them how I'm wearing it and I show them how you don't have to wear it. And it just, it's all about tools and, and the knowledge and the power of just kind of doing what you want to do. Wearing the sweats, but like wearing them top to toe. Like I've seen you in your sweats. You look hella cute, but it's because they're like matching, oh, it's matching. and you've got a great runner and a cool sunny. And like all of a sudden there's a look, yeah. right? Oh yeah. That can also be horrible. Like if you're just wearing whatever you can be totally comfy so I think that's it too is that style isn't something you do for like a wedding or a photo shoot like style is every day meeting you where you are and if it's comfy then it's like put together comfy like you're you're, you're always going to see Chloe Wilde and she's always looking like something right even if it's not the e-talk Chloe Wilde because you just you have style and you just move that way and I think giving people the tools in order to just do that is very exciting it's I'm, super exciting. I love how passionate you are about this. I know. Like, are you I, shocked? Like, because we have talked, but not like fully like this. Well, so I did like a, a hella deep dive. Did you? On your IG. Because <gasps> I buy? just, I wanted, I just wanted to know everything that I could find about you on the internet. So, did you, did you watch my music videos? It was, did you go um, that deep? Your hair has always been fabulous. <laughs> let me just say. Like your hair. It's getting blonder though. I've never touched it. I've never it, dyed it. it. Felt I've never like dyed more it. red. Yes. In those music videos. I know. I don't know what's happening Are to me. Are you missing it's, the red? Yes. Well, when people say, oh, the tall blonde, I'm like, I am a ginger. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, I identify as ginger. Do not take that away from Do me. Do not people. take that away. But yeah, it's, I think it's the sun. It just blondens up or something. Someone, I, I put something on my IG and someone said, it's, it happens when you get older. I'm like, you stop it right now. <laughs> so Delete, now, unfollow. No, I'm kidding. You're like, <laughs> no more. I'm like, I do not need that information she's a ginger yeah and we celebrate it yeah no but i i loved it because every time you post your weekly outfit yes the ootd i love that i love that you're doing five and one it's great but yeah. i love that at the end of those captions and the captions are always really inspiring Aww. sometimes they're personal one of them you talked about how style is a form of self-care and i had never thought about it that way yeah until i read that and then i sat back and i thought about it and i was like okay what do i like define as self-care items in my day-to-day and i'm like it's time for me and yeah. i'm like choosing something that makes me feel confident and empowered like that a hundred percent is self-care Totally. And then I also love that those longer captions, you always end it with, we're in this together. Yes. And I, we are. And I think that's important because a lot of the time, especially when it comes to self-love and, you know, loving ourselves where we're at, you know, like silencing that negative voice, it can feel really lonely. Yeah. It can feel like a lonely journey. Yes. And it can feel like you're the only one with those negative thoughts. But really, there's a lot of individuals, a lot of women especially, like who think those kinds of thoughts and men too. Mm-hmm. Oh the yeah. The fact that like you put it out there and you're like, no, 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 we are all in this together. No matter where you're at, no matter what your size, like we're all in this together. Yes. It's fashion and it's fun and it should be fun. Yes. It's, sh- it's not as complicated as it's made to seem. And I think too, um, I was getting, I started that we're in this together because I was starting to get a lot of like DMs from people saying, or, or, or just like public messages saying, commenting like, oh, this looks really good on you. Like this, lo- it looks good on you. You look, I could never pull it off. Like mm-hmm. I'm, and I was like, oh no, 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 wait a second. I don't have some like magical size 14 body. Like I've got stuff too. Like it's not, I don't, I don't exist out of the realm of what everyone exists in. And so that's why I was like, oh no, no, 
you you can't just be nice and body positive to me mm-hmm. and then point the fingers back at you with some self-hatred. That's not how this is going to work. So I wanted, um, yeah, just calling people out on that because <laughs> people are very nice to me and I was taking in all the love and feeling like, like, oh, thank you. thank you. I'm so body positive for myself. And I'm like, no, no, wait a second. You're also, you're being positive to me, but negative towards you. And that is not, yeah. that's not the deal. That's not this, the circle of life that I want to create. So, yeah. When you call people out, are they shocked? They're shocked when I respond. I'm like, there's no, I don't know if you get this. I respond. Like if you write me a note, I respond. I just certainly actually even more so on DMS than like the comments. I don't know. I just yeah, feel like because that's the DMS. Whole... They take one step further. You yeah. Know? They open the message. Exactly. Box. And I'm like, if you're taking the time to write me like, hell yeah. yes, I'm going to write, get a note back. So yeah. Especially when you're like, Hey, I've got, my daughter's wedding coming up or I'm going to a thing yeah. and I'm going to a graduation. I need a prom dress. Of course I'll send like some style ideas. Like I got links coming out of wherever I know what's <laughs> out there. I'm like a girl recently wrote me. She's like, I'm going to a baby shower. I need a white dress. And I knew exactly. I was like, Oh, this one from Torrid. I screenshotted it and sent it to her. I was like, and it's on sale for like $42. She was like, what? She got it. She took a picture, she put it on, sent it to me. She's like, ah, I love that stuff. Like it makes me so happy. You, you really have found the sweet spot on social media to make it a positive experience because mm, sometimes social media can be very toxic. Yes. And I mean, from where I stand, what I can see, it seems like a very positive engagement, very positive community that you interact with. Yeah. Is that the case? Are there people that have been not so nice in the past or kind of, have you bred this kind of like, great, we're all in this together. Family? I don't know. I mean, I don't want to uh, No, There haven't. Oh gosh. No, that's the, the haters are going to come no, out and they're no, like, no. Oh, we're going to troll her. No, I no. think it's what you put out, what you're putting out is positive and therefore what's coming at you is positive. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. No, I, I, I haven't really. I mean, other than if I <laughs> play a song or something on Chum that people aren't into or whatever, they come at me being like, "Why aren't you playing Stevie Nicks?" I'm like, "I wish I What's could." What's super hot but right like, now on Chum? What are, what are people loving on Chum? What right are people now? loving? Oh, the Mendez Camila. Everyone's wow. just obsessed with that. Senorita. Also, like all the Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran is just killing it. Um, yeah, and that's also a fun part of my gig because so much of the stuff I do is visual. Yeah. But radio isn't. I mean, this is radio right now, right? Like, no, you don't know what we look like. We're we 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 look pretty good. I'm not yeah, gonna we're, lie. <laughs> we're both we're both in in work mode. We are in work mode, and both in like romper onesie situation. Oh yeah, well it's like pajamas. Mm, it's jumpsuits feel like jam jams. Yeah, they do, they do. But then when you go pee, really wild. Oh, you have to get naked. Yeah, you feel like a three year old in the yeah. washroom. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's not great. No. One time I was wearing a, a jumpsuit. <laughs> I went tinkle and I forgot to lock the door and tinkle. someone walked in. And I um, I was just naked. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Hello. Hi. I'm on the toilet. Do you mind closing the door on your way out? It was uh, it was not one of my classroom moments. Moment. And our building's pretty small, so it's it was small. someone you knew. <laughs> awesome um you have like quite a bit going on I mean a couple things just a couple things here and there you know daily radio yeah you're on three national shows that's fun which is great yeah you're so fantastic thank you um you know you've got your Instagram which is so good you got your speaking engagements you do so much out of all of it what brings you the most pride and the most joy I mean I love that I'm a creative person making a living. I mean, I really do. I appreciate that so much because I, um, I come from all lawyers, literally What? mom, dad, brother, sister, like everyone in my family. Um, and I knew very early on, I did not want to do that. I always, my joke was that I'd play one on TV. Like I'd be like a great, like law and order DA, yes. or something, like Angie Harmon move over. 
Hello, Mariska. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I always knew that I wanted to be, you know, creative. I just sort of felt like that in the world. And I'd always wanted to be a songwriter. And so I did that for a few years and had some fun and toured Canada three times and got signed in L.A. and lived there for a bit and, you know, explored that whole world. And but fell in love with radio, like not just making songs for radio, but like the people who were interviewing me on the radio. I was like, they seem awesome. And so I Googled how to host a radio show. And now I'm afternoon drive on Chum 104.5. It's just that part has blown me away. And then the fashion stuff, again, from music. So music was my start. Music yeah. was my heart. And so I'll always come back to that as my sort of place of gratitude and pride. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm just very excited that I get to do a bunch of stuff because I feel like that's, Probably always keeps you driven. Be, yeah and excited yeah. about meeting people and figuring out what their story is and and I don't know yeah I, it's, I guess it's a hard question to answer but yeah. I, I think it's that I'm a creative person I feel like that was a great answer destitute because <laughs> that's hard you know being yeah. it's a hard life to choose and I've, you know, I had a card company at one point called Muffy Made. I draw, so I had a card company and I had stuff in Indigo when I went to the One of Kind show. And so oh I've my always goodness. been sort of searching for where creativity meets making a living, yeah. you know? Um, oh yeah, being creative is not always no. profitable. And I knew that I, you know, I had friends who were creative and incredibly creative um, and, you know, struggling in that way, but but didn't mind the struggle. And I sort of did. <laughs> Say you wanted the other nice way. clothes. I wanted, yeah, I don't know. I just, I wanted to make things and I wanted to be paid for them. Yeah. And that's why when I yeah. work with people too, I'm always very like, what's your rate? Like yeah. what I want, I want you to do this for me and I want to pay you because yeah. I feel like so often arts in general just don't get paid for the beauty that it gets made. And I, I did not mean to rhyme there, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's important. And I think when you are able to hire people, like you should hire them. Yeah. hundred percent. I agree with you. I think if you're doing something creative or you're hiring someone creative, like they're not going to do it for free and they shouldn't do it for free. Yeah, I agree. You and know, I mean, bringing something to the table. Totally. And I mean, at the, at the beginning when you're figuring out your art or your path yeah. or, you know, I did lots of stuff for nothing with other people for nothing because we were just learning our ropes and learning out who we were and what we had to offer. But at a certain point, I think when you, you do have a skill and, and that's something that's of value. So yeah, I think, I think the fact that I get to be creative, but also pay some bills. <laughs> you get to pay some bills. There we you go. You get to pay some bills with your skills. Yes. My rhyming <laughs> for you. I love it. For you. Um, I it. really, really love the, the magazine cover you did. I think it was Thank for you. Dare. Dare. Yeah, yeah. Dare. I don't know when that was, what that was, but you were looking sleek. Thank in you. In like black leather pants. Yeah, like it was like was moody. Fall. There was some drama. Yeah. Dare magazine slick. is is great. It's 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 Canada's plus magazine. Um because we do not have enough of that. I mean, I know magazines are going through yeah. their own um issues yeah. at the moment. Uh, but yeah, Dare Magazine is phenomenal and uh, has had incredible people on the cover. So I was very, it was very lovely to, yeah. to be on the cover. Chrissy Metz. Oh, Chrissy Metz. Yeah, they just shot Chrissy Metz in LA uh, for, I think it was spring. Anyway, so but it's just, a Canadian magazine. It's a Canadian yeah. magazine. And then I also um, wrote the only monthly um, plus column in Canadian Living 
which again, I'm like, Canada, how is that the first? Come on now. I mean, there are other, yeah. you know, they do a one-off here or a size yeah. inclusive thing here. So that, and that's wonderful. And, and, and so many people and magazine editors and everything have, have done that. But in terms of a consistency, mm-hmm. that was a real, it was called We the Curvy. And um, yeah, that was, I remember when we first started that, uh, brands didn't shoot plus clothing in the way that we needed them because there weren't all sorts of editorial, you know, that, that kind of a feature happening in the plus world. So, um, you know, they would shoot on figure, but they wouldn't necessarily shoot flat lays or off figure. So we couldn't have the column with little clothing poking out and, you know, inserts because it didn't get shot that way because no one was writing about it that way. So when you start to peel back the layers of the industry that you're in, you really start to see, oh, that's why this doesn't work. Or that's why there's not more plus girls shooting or so it's, it's, and uh, also when you, when you're growing up and you don't see yourself represented, yeah. I mean, that just, that adds fuel to the fire when you're, you know, trying to figure out how to love yourself. I think representation, whether it's, you know, your background or your size or anything, like there should be representation in media and print and everything. And the fact that you kind of got to experience that firsthand, be like, whoa, 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 we got to change this up. Oh, oh, this is why this is this way. Um, And certainly, I mean, there were many people who have, who've come before me and, and are doing it as well. But yeah, that was, it was a learning, it was an eye opening experience for me. And, and I think too, I mean, I obviously talk a lot about body positivity and things, but I, I, I more so like to just do what I do and I'm this size. And so Mm -hmm. ergo facto, it's representative representation. I mean, you know, when I got to do some stuff on eTalk, I'm like, cool. Cause like now there's a size 14 doing some stuff on eTalk, but which growing up, you know, it may seem like whatever, but growing up, if I saw that, I'd be like, oh, okay, size, snazzy, fashion, I can, okay. And, and that really does hit home to, to a lot of people. So I think, I think that kind of stuff, yeah, I will, I will continue to. Do you think we're headed in the right direction as a country just because we're, you know, we're talking about Canadian television, Canadian magazines. Mm -hmm. Is it becoming more size inclusive? Or do we still have a long ways to go? I mean, I guess I'm going to say yes to that. But I Very do, Canadian of you. Yeah, it's very Canadian of me. But I do, I do really feel like there's yeah. a ways to go. I feel like there's still um, a fashion and or marketing elite in Canada that do not book curve. Um, and I, I mean, I, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also don't necessarily book Canadian curve. There's some girls coming in from the U.S. Um, to shoot things and I think we have incredible Canadian curve models yeah in Toronto specifically because that seems to be where you know most of the agency are but in Montreal as well uh I mean I'm on I'm on a board with them I I can name four right now that I'm like come on these are these are stars let's name them and I feel like if they were in the U.S. they would be you know I mean Megan Conroy she's uh, a ginger Um, (laughs) And, you know, she just shot with Haley L. Sacer and she's shooting with Tony Plus and she's shooting with Additionnel. And and so she, I think, is really on uh, a track right now. And she should be. I mean, I'm, I say I'm like, you should, you should move to New York. You should move to London, you know. But at the same time, I'm glad she's still here yeah. because we can't just be losing our talent. But our talent needs work in yeah. order to stay. So I feel like they're, from that perspective, from the, you know, capital F fashion perspective, I feel like we still should be able to see a curve model on a cover without it being a body positive issue. I think it should just be that she's a beautiful, a very beautiful good woman. model that you can yeah. talk about spring 
yeah. and she can be a size 14, a size 16, a size 20. Like I, I think that that part yeah. is still missing, I think, here in Canada. I've always kind of wondered, and I think it was Ashley Graham maybe who talked about it, where she, and I, I could be mistaken if it was her or not, but she was basically saying like, I don't want to be known mm-hmm. as a plus size model. I want to be known as a model and my size happens to be this. Yes. And I've always wondered if that sentiment was echoed or um, how you kind of felt about that. I totally agree. I mean, I think, and I think she's been able to do it. Yeah. You know, I think she has done that. Um, She was recently just on the cover of Allure. Just as, but she now is also a celebrity, right? Mm -hmm. So that comes into play as well, I think. Um, I do echo it, but I, I do feel, cause people ask me that sometimes they're like, do, do you say, you know, your model, do you like the term curve? Do you like the term plus? I mean, I think we're getting into semantics, but mm-hmm. I, obviously if I say I'm a model and you see me, you know, I'm a plus model. Like I don't need to say, no one's saying I'm a black model, like yeah. they're a model. So I don't think those words are necessary, but I do feel like I don't have um, a sense of shame around it. And I feel like saying those words out loud helps you know and so I don't shy away from the term plus size I can remember being a teenager I would never I would hide my additional bag you know I wouldn't want and now I mean I I, I'd love to create a clothing line for them right like I think we've come a very long way in terms of ownership of it and pride towards it but I think it takes people who have crossed over to the other side of that journey to speak those words and say them and talk about it so I get what Ashley's saying but I also see the yeah value in owning it owning plus and you know curve I just think is such a great word I love saying it so I, I it's you know, a sexy curve word and curvy it's just it's so good it's a it's a good word yeah it it's feels good really in your mouth good it feels like it's just good <laughs> I, well I shouldn't say that but just saying it I mean, you know it might it might hey. look we hey. don't know we don't know I've <laughs> Get Rodney <laughs> on the phone. Rodney Bowers. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's blushing right now. Oh yeah. Oh, sex talks <laughs> just gets me all. I'm like a like again. I'm like a 14 year old boy who just hit puberty. It's wild. Um. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Rodney. I have one question about him because oh. he's of course a great chef. He is. And at the beginning of this chat, you said that you're now in a place where yes, you move your body. Yes, you're mindful of what you eat, but you you know you enjoy eating. You enjoy your rosé just like we, we all do. Yeah. And you're at a healthy place. Yeah. But when it comes to food, yes. he's a great chef. Like he what? What do you love that he makes? Like, what's your favorite dinner with him? Because mm. I've seen his segments on Marilyn's show, it's and just ooh, they look good. Yeah, they're so good. He's so good at. I mean, he's so good at all of it, but he's really good at things like, like I'll have just like chicken and a salad, yeah, and I'll never have tasted better chicken. I'm like, oh, that's what chicken <laughs> is supposed to taste. I'm like, and I'll say to him, I'm like, what is this dressing? Like, what is it? He's like apple cider vinegar, salt and pepper, like all. like he's not. <laughs> it's not. But I don't know. He just has a way of 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 combining flavors and that heat and sweet. And he just has a palate. He just has a perfect palate. And so the stuff he puts together blows my mind. Um, and I can't. I mean, me and Amy Schumer, like dating a chef, finding a chef. It's I. For those of you listening. Swipe, swipe right on those Tinder chef profiles. I mean, that's not how I did it, but seriously, <laughs> it's a really nice, like, extra. I mean, it's a really nice extra, but he does, he does like a really good trifle too, like a dessert. Mm. He cooks fish really well. I mean, I could keep going. He's validating. No, like, what do I love? Oh, he also, this is so weird. Um, but when we first met, he um, owned a restaurant called Hey Meatball, and he 
made this like pickled radish salad thing, which <laughs> I know sounds like what? Yeah. It was so good. So good. I just had to have it. And he would like bring me jars of it. As like if like I a, ever saw pickled radish you'd be on like, the menu, would no be thanks. like, no, thanks. No, Bye. But it's like pickled radish and carrots. It's like pickled vegetable. Anyway, I don't know. Trust me. I'm, I'm Rod. If you're listening to this, we I need, know I'm doing it yeah. a disservice, but make it, bring it, so we'll good. eat it. We'll do a follow up. Episode. Yeah. It'll be great. Oh yeah. We should do that right? next time. Oh, Rodney. We should do that. Yeah. You can. Well, I mean, I feel he, like when, I feel like he when, is big in the body positive community. You know, he we owns, need more guys on he owns the podcast. And actually, um, he uh, shot a campaign for George Richards, like for the big and tall menswear. Because I was, I remember, because, you know, I was trying to be like a superstar girlfriend. And yeah. I was like, oh, I bet I could get you like a clothing collab. Like, you're on the Marilyn Dennis show. Like, do, 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 I'll style you. Like, you know, what you do at the beginning of relationships. Of course. Like, yeah. Showing yourself you show your in cards. the best light. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> you're like, ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so did you make that happen? And so uh, I just, you know, made a phone call and then they saw him and they're like, oh, actually, we're shooting oh, the very campaign. Handsome. Very handsome. Uh, you don't have to tell me twice. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so they, he shot the campaign. Wow. So he's done a little, a little something too. I love in the, it. And in how, the model how does he world. feel? Is he owning it? Like, was oh, it, did he enjoy it? Chloe, he owns it. I mean, he's been a real um, part of my journey too. I mean, him, it just our kind of love and support of each other, yeah. but also his you know, his own opinion about himself and it's beautiful. He's, he's got such an open, phenomenal spirit and, uh, and he's really vulnerable and he's really honest. And I love that about him because I, I think sometimes I try to make things okay. Yeah. You know, and he's like, yeah, it's not okay right now. Like, you know, in terms yeah. of his journey with his body or whatever he's, he's got going on, but it, he doesn't, he's got a real nice separation between his body image and his self image. You know, Ooh, it what's that? Like? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I, know. I think it's called being a man. <laughs> I think that's what it is, Chloe. I think it's being a man. But yeah, no, he has a, he can sort of not feel great yeah. about his body, but he, he, it doesn't affect what he knows he can do. And I'm like, that's an important way to be. Wow, I never even thought about the distinction. Right? Yeah. Oh, I love that you guys are in it together. Yeah. I love that, like, hashtag couple goals. Well, I mean, hi, same. <laughs> He's pretty good. I yeah, love him so okay. much. Um, for those who, you know, are on their journey, yeah. like you seem like you're in a good place mm -hmm. and you're you. helping other people. Um, you know, what, what advice do you have for people who are kind of in the thick of it, who are struggling? They, they look in the mirror, negative thoughts come. They totally. put on clothes and make them feel like shit. And then that feeling carries on throughout their day. And they, they want to feel better. They want to jump on the self-love journey, but they just don't know how. Well, and it's very, uh, I swear I'm not saying this on purpose because I'm sitting with you and healthy is hot and the run club and everything, but get moving. I, that was a big part of my, um, closing the gap on, on feeling all right is, is moving. And I'm not saying, you know, huge stuff that feels totally outside of what you're able to do, but walking, getting outside that, that ability to see your body for more of what it can do than what it looks like was huge for me. So it's not, it's refocusing. It's just totally putting that on a shelf. Say, give yourself two weeks even. Just like, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to pretend I'm on a diet. I'm not going to start a new thing. I'm not going to, I'm just not going to do that for two weeks. Go back to it. Go back to the land of hatred in two weeks. But give yourself two weeks to just be okay with who you are. But in those two weeks, move. Like move, follow people on Instagram that inspire you. Just really try to soak it up. And if you don't feel 
changed at all by that experience, then, I mean, feel free <laughs> to go back into the land that you are right now. But if you give yourself a bit of a window as opposed to like, I'm making a life change, that's hard to hang on to. Um, and we get very stuck in, in our ways and in, in what we know is true about ourselves. And it feels better to be right about the shitty stuff than to actually you gotta break rewrite off. your story. You do. You really do. But I, but movement for me has been huge. And anytime I get into a, a state where I'm busy and I'm I'm not moving, it catches up with me, and I feel it. And and the f- the last thing I feel like doing is moving, but it's it's the start of me remembering. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. this my body feels good. I'm grateful for what it can do. I'm you know. I'm a spirit in a case and I need the case to move around and, and, and experience something other than me just not loving it. What's you your know? favorite form or forms of movement at the moment? Um, I mean, I'm really getting back in uh, two, two things. I mean, one, I'm, I'm dog, sort of I'm a dog mama now. Oh, yeah, so that means a lot of walking. A lot of walking and a lot of walking like in nature. Like we go down by the water. We go down to like awfully dodge dog parks are so awesome yeah. for being able to to be around that. And and, uh, and then you're getting your vitamin D in. Yeah. Getting your steps in. You're getting all that. Getting like puppy totally. cuddles in. And then I've just, the bo- the other side of me is the anger boxing person. There's one very close to me, uh, and it just just being able to get some of that out. Because sometimes the walking. I mean, I wish I could say I was doing yoga, but I just I haven't found it yet. I have not found that yogi no, inside no. me. If you don't like it, don't do it. Um, but I do. I, I do like to hit something every once in a while. I went boxing the, this morning. Hitting and I didn't kicking. realize I had so much angst in me this morning. Yeah, you get it out on that. But it was great. Yeah, I was I was hitting that thing hard today. I don't know where it came from. But I felt great after. It felt good. Yeah. But I think just like I do I do many things in yeah. terms of job, I, I same. I switch up what I do mm-hmm. quite a bit. And I mean, like, let's be real. Sometimes it's a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. But that catches up with me. Like I said. Oh, yeah. And then I feel that, not just in, like, my clothing. I feel it in my in my bones. Oh, like, yeah. I feel it in my voice. Like, I feel it. And um, so I think that would be be my number one is is to move and find a community. And I feel like I'm doing a radio advertisement for Healthy is Hot. <laughs> but I'm sorry, not, but I, I am. You. It's so great. It's so um, great what you're speaking doing. Speaking of radio, you actually have to go host your I radio do. show. I have to go. But before I let you go, yes. I always like to end off by asking people what Healthy is Hot means to them. Yes. It can be a word, a mantra, a feeling. Meredith Shaw, what does Healthy is Hot mean to you? It means being okay with who you are right now but believing there's, there's always room to progress. I don't think we give ourselves enough credit to be able to handle both. Sometimes I feel like I have to just, in order to be body, body positive, I have to be okay with who I am right now forever. And I just have to own that. Mm-hmm. But I want to improve. I want to be healthier. I want to grow. And so I want to do both. I want to be who I am right now and be okay with it. But I also want to have my eye on something even hotter <laughs> or even healthier. <laughs> I do. Yeah. And I think I, I think we can exist in that duality in a way that I think sometimes it seems like we can't. I love it. Refuse to be stagnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, you look amazing. Thanks, babe. You too. Thank you so much. Go kill it on the radio Thank show. Thank you for having me, Chloe Wilde. This is so, so cool. Happy. I'm so happy. This is like my favorite day at the office. Podcast. Okay, next time, next time, we need you and Rodney 
and we need to be eating well, pickled eat. radish and maybe some normal food. Again. I've, I've got four microphones. You do? Rodney and Ben, if you hear this. Hello. We're hanging out too. We're booking. And I would like some wine. A friend date. <laughs> Don't like each other. And just like that, another episode of the Healthiest Hot Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wild. A huge thanks to the Thompson Hotel for hosting us today. So if you enjoyed this conversation, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthiest Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. See you next week.